This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast. Brought to you by our friends over at DraftKings.com, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Ben Heisler, and Frankie Fatstacks coming to you today. Got a short slate, got Thursday night football and a couple baseball, Major League Baseball playoff games that we are going to hop into. All right, so unless anybody has anything they want to get off their chest, let's go ahead and get started. So I'll give you guys a chance to get anything off your chest betting-wise. Anything, anybody? Uh, I, I'm good. I don't know about you, Frankie. Does you have something that you want to get off your chest that maybe rhymes with beds or Freds or or Keds? Yeah, it might be Reds are an absolute fraud. My God, I, I can't <laughs> believe that how much money that this this team cost me. I have never witnessed a base major league baseball game, specifically a playoff game, where a team had so many runners in scoring position with less than two outs. And could not muster a single run over 13 innings and somehow, you know, captured, you know, defeat from the jaws of victory. They should have won that game at least six or seven times in six or seven different innings. And they totally came up. And you want to know something? I knew that my series bet was going to go up in smoke after that. Because after witnessing what went on yesterday, I knew they would come up and probably lay an egg today. And boy, was I right. Because as of taping, right now it's the top of the ninth in game two. And Corey's Braves are all over the Cincinnati Reds and look like they're going to take this series two games to none. Yep. It's done. It's done. Zero runs scored in the playoff between the, uh, the Reds and the Braves. Uh, just flat out of a gun punch. And, you know, listen, I love normally rooting against the Reds as a Cub fan, but I, I was with you, Frankie. I was on that play. Their pitching has been so good. And now just no runs, no bit of offense whatsoever. That's what they upgraded uh, in the offseason. So it didn't end up happening. But you know what, guys? At least you can feel a little bit better because you got some Jets football on to watch and make you feel better tonight. No doubt. <laughs> and we all know that that's Frankie's favorite thing, New York Jet football. Ben, I'm going to start with you so Frankie can build up his anger and his resentment towards the child, towards the team he rooted for as a child. Um, so let's go. Listen, Ben, Frankie said yesterday he can't wait till the Jets become a favorite in this game so that in this way he can get plus money on the Denver Broncos. Now, this is how crazy this is, Ben. When I started talking, the DraftKings Sportsbook had the New York Jets as a one-point favorite. By the time I finished this sentence, the line flipped just that quick, and the Denver Broncos are a one-point favorite. 
Both teams at minus 107 on the money line. The total is locked in at 41. This line is literally changing right before my eyes between the Jets and the Broncos. That's crazy. It's crazy that we're getting that sort of a line movement. In fact, I actually got an email from from a different sports book today that said that this game actually had the most uh, amount of movement that they've had all season because it started with Denver uh, at minus three and a half, worked all the way up to Jets minus one and a half, uh, and now we're looking at a pick em. I I really don't know about this one because, yes, it's still the Jets, and they've been just a flat-out disaster over the course of the first three weeks of the season. There are reports coming out of New York that Adam Gase is coaching for his job. I don't think this is necessarily a Jets team that is ready to win one for the Gipper and get behind old Adam Gase and really help him keep his job. I don't think that's necessarily the situation right now. But Denver is also coming in without a win. They're going with their third-string quarterback in Brett Rippon. Um and I, I just don't have any idea at this point, guys, on really where I want to go. So I'm hoping that, that you, I'm hoping that Frankie has a better idea. My initial lean is still on the Broncos. I just think from a talent level, they're better than what we're seeing on the Jets. And if this is Adam Gase's likely last game, I don't think the Jets want to keep him around for very long. So my I initial lean is, is Denver. I would agree with you on that, Ben. The thing about it is this line, the way it's bouncing around up and down, I'm probably going to lay off it all together and head to the the the, the, the props on the game. Yeah, I feel better about that some, as well. Yeah, and look at some of the stuff in Major League Baseball tonight. But all right, go, friends. See, Frankie, Frankie Fat Stacks, you are nice and warmed up. What the hell is going on with this Broncos and Jets line? I actually spoke to one guy that I'm really close with that's a sports book director out here in Vegas, and he told me that this game – They've actually been moving this game. Get ready, guys. And this does happen because I've worked in a sports book behind the counter in the back room. They're moving this game at times on air. There has been no significant shop action. Corey, the shops are 100% in agreement with both of you guys. They don't know what side is really the right side. The Jets have been outscored by 57 points in their three games combined, easily the worst of any team in the NFL. And then on the flip side, the Broncos are starting their third different quarterback on the center in their last three games. Their offensive line rates out as one of the worst in the league, you know, surrendering the second most sacks and they've only scored 45 points, which is slightly more than both New York teams as the Jets are the worst with 37 points scored and the Giants slightly slightly less worse at only 38 points scored, only one more point. So this team, this game, guys, is absolutely brutal. And although the line is flipped in support of the Jets, you know, it's difficult to even back Adam Gase at any point. He is 2-6 ATS in his last, six game, last eight games, excuse me, and this is coupled, guys, with the fact, take this, if you're looking towards the over, all the betters out there, and you want to look towards betting the over because it's Thursday night and we've seen a lot of points scored of late and it's shown that this year, you know, on Thursday night we can have more points scored than most of the times that we were seeing in previous years before the COVID-19 pandemic obviously had an effect on these defenses and their lack of preparation. The New York Jets have only scored 20-plus points in six of the 19 games since Adam Gase took over the head coaching reins in New York. Think about that. So how can you possibly bet the over? But this Jet defense, though, looks so pathetic, you know, and so bad in the last couple of weeks. People are going to want to go to that side. But like they often say, guys, out here in Vegas, sometimes the best wages a better can make are those that you don't make. Yep, and I think that could be the case tonight. All right, Ben, let's get ready to hop into it, fellas. All right, um, touchdowns. If I could find it, I would bet the Jets' defense to score a touchdown, but I can't find it right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook. Probably got to look at it a little bit more. Okay, so touchdown passes. Sam Donald and Brett Rippian, both at one and a half. 
nothing. Nothing, nothing for there. I, I think I might be looking at either some rushing yards and maybe some receptions. Um, you know, I, I can't figure out, guys, why they're not using Melvin Gordon in the passing game. Like, that makes all the sense in the world as part of his strength since he's come in. And right now, uh, I'm seeing over under three and a half total receptions for Melvin Gordon. Uh, if you think Denver's going to be down in this game, I suppose, maybe you go towards the other side. But I don't even know if he even gets to, to three. So, and even if he gets to three, you're still hitting the under. So, I think that might be one area that I might go ahead for and, and take Melvin Gordon on the under for receptions in this game. Uh, conversely, Sam Darnold has had to run for his life, and he's going to be without Mekhi Becton likely tonight uh, at the left tackle spot. Right now, the over-under that I'm seeing is at eight and a half rushing yards. I think Darnold's going to have to take off a couple times to try and avoid that Broncos pass rush. So I will take the over on Sam Darnold rushing yards for tonight. Oh, that's an interesting one right there, the over on Sam Darnold rushing yards. Where do you see that at? On DK, I can't find it. I, I I thought I saw it earlier. I, I took it down as as a note, so maybe it's okay. no longer maybe it's no longer available on DK. Um, but yes, if that if that prop for Sam Darnold rushing yards uh, ends up popping back up on DraftKings, I, I think the over is in play. Yeah, you got. Oh, you can you can get over eight and a half at plus one hundred, Frankie. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the other issues that we're seeing with this game because it's you know a, really a battle for futility. Is Prop Man hasn't stepped out on anything at all, and I also said, well, how, I wonder, you know, I said, is it possible, guys, that the reason why you're not doing that is because I looked at the listing and the offerings being around here in shops in Vegas, and it's really limited. And he said, to be honest, we're afraid of this game in terms of a prop perspective because now we know that the Jets are going to be trying to roll out uh, Jamison Crowder, the veteran wide receiver, who's easily their, their probably their best fantasy weapon um, in this tonight's game on a short week coming off that hamstring injury but the sportsbook director was like we really don't know what to do coming off that short week it only takes one play for him to pull up lane and that hamstring to bother him once again and he's back on the sideline lending serious value to go for prop betters through you know bet his under his posted total so they're like well where is there where is the the threshold and what is the number that really should be made where the under becomes no longer as valuable and we would get action towards the over and they're finding issues and that could be possibly Corey why you got why you're seeing right now at DraftKings Sportsbook that number come down uh for Sam Darnold and you know prop markets going up and down up and down because this game has just been so it's just so hard to predict because these teams are just really, really bad. I mean, they're both 0-3. The Jets are 0-3 ATS. They haven't shown you anything. You know, Makai Becton may try to get back on the field. He's not 100% ruled out yet, but most likely he, he he might try to make somewhat of a go. But, you know, it's tough with offensive linemen and rookies. They may hold him out because it's a short week. He might not be able to get back, but Jamison Crowder is going to try to go, and that kills any value that you maybe my first inkling was to look at Braxton Berrios, who's been the Jets' best wide receiver and best target, but now if Jamison Crowder is back, I don't know how many targets Berrios is actually going to get, and if Sam Donald's even going to have the opportunity and the protection to find him down the field. Yeah, nah, this is a nasty one right here. All right, Jerry Judy receiving yards, 51 and a half, Ben. I mean, he's going to be in play, right? I just don't know how he's necessarily going to be um, with with Brett Rippon at quarterback. What'd you, what you? Give me that number one more time. You have it at, at 51, 51 and a half. 51 and a half at minus 31, $1.31. <sighs> See, you know, I, I think I saw it, you know, I might have seen it in another book at even a higher number. So that's really good value on DraftKings if you're looking for the over there. I mean, Judy's somebody that is seeing a bunch of targets. Um, he was dealing with uh, a bit of a ribs injury a little bit earlier. 
but I, I certainly think he's in play. I, I don't mind that as an overplay, especially if you think Denver is able to move the ball up and down the field. What do you think about that one, Frankie? I, I, I feel like at first inkling when you said that number, that number appears to me to sound really low. And it looks like they're almost begging you to go over that. And when they're begging you to go over a number, stay I away. almost stay, it, it's either a stay away or go under because maybe Judy's rib injury is a, a little bit worse and they've got, you know, than most people, you know, believe and mo- more than a lot of people, you know, a lot more than the Broncos are letting on. And that could hinder his uh, production uh, proper possibilities. This All right. Season. So here's, here's the thing that if, if we're going to go under the idea that maybe Judy is a little bit more hurt than we would initially anticipate, I think there's a couple of angles here. The first is like that number is a fair number because Jerry Judy has had no less than 55 receptions or 55 receptions, wow. 55 receiving <laughs> yards. Yeah, dude's a freak. Uh, 55 receiving yards. <laughs> <laughs> 55 receiving yards uh, in, in all three games this year. So that's the first option. Now, if you're trying to think of another way to sort of go around that and combat that, if you feel like Judy's just not going to be able to get there, KJ Hamler is a guy that they really like in the slot. And the Jets have had all sorts of issues in stopping slot wide receivers this year. Hamler's a speedster, so he could break one free. That number right now is currently at 33 and a half. Um, you know, he hasn't gotten to that number just yet, but Vic Fangio was talking him up over the course of the week. So if you feel like Judy is not going to hit that over, maybe the pivot there is to KJ Handler on the over 33 and a half. Interesting stuff. How about this one right here, Frankie? Uh, Melvin Gordon rushing and receiving yards on the DraftKings Sportsbook, 87 and a half. Oof. I actually think that that should go over. I would like the I would lean towards the over because I think that you're going to see, as Ben was alluding to previously, you know, I think that they're going to look to get him more involved. And we know when a rookie quarterback comes in and a guy who doesn't have a lot of experience, when that protection breaks down, they look to dump the ball off to their outlet. And usually the first read that they have is checking the ball down underneath to their running back or if their tight end is there. They often look to do that because they get happy feet or if they feel pressure in their face, they're going to look to find that first outlet and that first outlet tonight could be Melvin Gordon and that Jets linebacking core is not very good right now missing CJ Mosley who opted out of the season due to COVID-19 concerns and we know that they don't have Jamal Adams uh, you know who a lot of times would come up and play closer to the Rhino scrimmage and would be all over the field like he's doing for the Seattle Seahawks this season so for me I would actually tend to look towards the over I wouldn't I wouldn't I would stay away from his overall rushing numbers but I do like that combined total because I think he has a chance to go over 40 to 50 yards in that range this evening my model is calling for from a fantasy perspective due to the added value of targets in due to the check down possibilities from Ripian uh what do you think about that one do we have a scouting report on this guy Ripian anybody I I I mean I learned I learned today I thought his name was was Ripian or Ripen I think it's Ripen uh, I, did he play at what Boise State? Do you guys remember him at all, Brett Ripon? Don't sorry. Yeah, no, no I don't. I do. I do. I do know. I do. I, I do remember his uncle playing because that's. I'll show my age. You know, play uh, playing. You know, for uh, the Washington Redskins back in the day. By the way, I have a I have a hypothetical for you guys since we're on the subject of, of talking about this Jets and Broncos game. I just saw this um, uh, over the course of Twitter. This is at um, Latch underscore LV on Instagram by way of DK Sportsbook. This guy has a six-team parlay. He wagered $1,000 to win just under 18000 okay? So far, everything is hit. Had the Cleveland Indians on the run line, a plus one and a half that ended up being okay. The Dodgers money line, the Cardinals money line, I had Kevin Anderson plus three and a half. I don't even know what that's for, but whatever it hit. Had the Lakers money line and the final leg 
of the six-team parlay, okay? Six-picks parlay at plus 1,679 is the New York Jets at plus one. All right. I would cash so out. You would cash out? Okay, Frank, I, I imagine out. you would cash out as, cash out as well. <laughs> I couldn't hit the cash out button fast enough. <laughs> All right, so he could cash out that bet right now and make $9,000. Otherwise, he has a chance to go ahead and win just under $18,000. But I think anytime you're relying on the Jets... At least he was on the you know the right side of where the movement was going, but I think I would do the same thing, guys. I think I would cash out. I wish yeah, he would. I wish he would have called me because last night I got down on the Denver Broncos plus a dollar thirteen on the money line when the Jets became two point favorites out here at one sportsbook, and I got down real quick on plus a dollar thirteen. I could have helped him out with some real solid plus odds. I bet you no could doubt. have. Yeah. You could have also you could have bought that ticket off him too. All right, here we go. Right, let's talk a little Major League Baseball. They got their playoffs up and rolling. St. Louis Cardinals and Adam Wainwright. Versus the San Diego Padres and Zach Davies. Uh, the money line is San Diego is a one a dollar sixty seven favorite. Ben, I'm thinking about what Frankie was saying from from earlier. Yeah, the Padres are been by far and away the better team all year, but uh, Cardinals just have to win one, and all the pressure is on San Diego. So I, I was actually surprised, Frankie. I kind of figured that these lines would adjust based off of the fact that the Cardinals now basically have the series right in their back pocket if they want it. But uh, I think I'm, I think I've, I've noticed that there's a little bit more money headed towards the Cardinals side over here. I'm probably going to lean on St. Louis, but I'm rooting for the Padres to go ahead and make this a series. So it's probably a stay away from me, but I, I, I would like to see the Padres win it. What do you think, Frank? I, I listen. I I think that maybe one of our you know guys, one of our team members, Michael Fabiano, he's close friends with Adam Rainwright, and I think Wayno is an absolute live dog tonight. As everyone knows, I mean a, a personal play. I was on the Cardinals in Game One. I'm on them in the series, and I'm gonna triple pop. I am gonna triple dip tonight, guys. I am getting down on the Cardinals to win this game. And I'll tell you right now, if this, if the, if maybe the Padres actually get up one or two runs. I actually may even look to this game in running and say that the Cardinals maybe have a chance to come back and maybe look to get the Cardinals plus maybe a run or plus a run and a half at plus odds because I really do believe that Adam Rainwright is live and I think the Cardinals could end this series tonight, boys. All right, so that's good. So Frankie's going to triple pop. That's interesting. How about this? Zach Davies, Ben, over three and a half strikeouts, a minus $1.39. Davies has had a really good year. Like the idea that this guy's just kind of a scrub going up against Adam Wainwright from from a you know from an actual pitching perspective, Davies is the better pitcher. Wainwright's just been around for a lot longer of a time, and he's he's still just hanging on for for dear life. But he's had a really good season in a limited sample size. But Davies has sixty three strikeouts on the season, has a WHIP just north of one. Um, you know, I, I think he can strike out a fair amount of Cardinals. I'd probably lean on the over here. I think I like the over on this one too, Frank. Knock on wood. If I'm saying knock on wood, Frankie, it's because this is some good information I'm getting. Mm, I think I heard the same little birdie might have whispered in my ear, the same possible oh. play. <laughs> <laughs> the same bird. <laughs> my bird. How about it get the bird? The, 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 same, the same show interrupting bird. <laughs> <laughs> There, yeah, you, you, you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> All right, so it looks, like Frankie, uh, it looks like Frankie's feeling uh pretty good about that one right there. Uh, anybody interested in the runs on this game? Eight and a half. Uh, I, I don't know if I am. These these playoffs have been so hit or miss. You're either getting like two runs in a series, or, or you're getting like 
25. So <laughs> I, I'm yeah, probably I'm I'm probably staying away from from runs in this one. The Cardinals I, I would probably lean under. Uh, and again, my my only thought process is that Wayne will probably will grit one out. Um, Padres and Davies, you know, I think Davies is in a solid matchup. I liked him a lot more than Chris Paddock in in in, in game one. I'd probably lean under here to be honest. All right, there you go right there. Milwaukee Brewers, Los Angeles Dodgers is the nightcap night. This is the one that'll tuck you in and get you ready for a freaky Friday. We got Brandon Woodruff and Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Dodgers minus 240 favorite. Total runs is sitting at seven and a half. Clayton Kershaw over five and a half strikeouts. Frankie, dollar forty-three. No birds on this one. Yeah, there's no birds here, but I think the Dodgers are clearly the the better team. You you always got to be careful on backing Kershaw, specifically in the playoffs. You know, he burns a lot of people, you know, in the big spots at times. So, and then once again, when he burns you, he burns you bad. Like if you were to back him tonight, you know, laying almost two to one, more than two to one against yourself. It's a, it's a tough sell for me right now. I would look towards the Dodgers on the run line if I was doing anything, or if you would have had that possibility, I would look to parlay the Dodgers on the run line with, the with Wainwright and try to create even juicier odds in my favor. And I think that that's a strong possibility tonight, boys. All right, there you go right there. What do you think, Ben? <sighs> Not sure. I mean, it's Kershaw and he's got that bad history, but he's looked really good throughout the course of the year. Uh, Woodruff's got terrific stuff. I, I think if maybe I was considering a play here, it would probably be on the under uh, for whatever the line is for the, the first five innings, just because okay. I think the starting pitches are, are probably going to do pretty well. Um, again, it's you know second, third time through the order that really gets both of these guys. So uh, I think that would probably be the play for me, trying to figure out, okay, where can I go on on these certain different inning props? Um, for the first five, you're looking at uh, over three and a half and under three and a half. Under three and a half is actually the, the more tantalizing play because you can get that at minus 103 compared to over at minus 122. Nice. So I think that under three and a half through the first five uh, at minus 103 will probably be my play for this game. Uh, I like to hear that one right there. Okay, so that's what we are getting down on on this short night. Get back to the NBA tomorrow, and obviously we got a big weekend of NFL football coming up. Frankie, you got some horse racing news coming up tomorrow too, right? Yeah, we're gonna. I'm I'm gonna be uh, breaking down the Preakness, and I believe that authentic, despite the fact that he's nine to five, there's three horses I believe at solid long shot odds have a chance to take down authentic if he's able to bounce because we know that most times when a horse is coming off a career top effort his he's due for regression in that spot and i think that the preakness is offering great value guys for possibly three long shots that could take down the nine to five favorite all right there you go right there so we'll get into all of that stuff tomorrow right here on the si gambling podcast don't forget si fantasy pro is where you get the vegas whispers picks right in the community you get the alerts when they go in there and then you go in there and you hit select and you log in and then you collect your money at the end of the night and then you give it to your children all right now so there you go right there for my guys fantasy frankie and ben heisler's Corey parson the fantasy executive we are out